Hi and welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show brought to you by gtex.org.uk. I'm your host, Simone Vincenzi, and this is the podcast for experts who want to become the ultimate authority in their niche while making an impact in the world. And today I have the pleasure to interview my good friend Jennifer Shaby on how to bring great customer service and luxury to your bespoke events. Now, we just come you come from Christmas, Merry Christmas, uh, uh, if you're listening to this in a Christmas period, um, is a period of events, is a period of uh, hosting, and so we decided to release this episode right now because there is no better time of the year to release uh, this type of content. And uh, in fact, for those of you that don't know Jennifer Shaby, she is the founder of 18 Cell Bespoke Events, which is a bespoke event management service that creates a magical experience which represent the unique personality of every client they work with. Um, during this uh, episode, you're going to learn a bit more about uh, Jennifer and their journey, how she started her company uh, and, their back- and their background, uh, what things can go wrong during events, how to turn difficult situations around quickly, and also how to wow your guests at events. So these are all the things that we are going to talk about and whether you're running, a, a, you're hosting an event for your clients, whether you're hosting an event for your suppliers, whether you're hosting an event even for your family and friends, all the things that you're going to learn from this podcast, they're going to be absolutely invaluable. Now, before we start the interview, um, I want to remind you about our expert business checklist. Because if you want to build a highly profitable coaching, speaking, or training business, you must download it right now. The expert business checklist is the best tool you can use for your expert business, where you will take a full assessment of your business and know exactly what to focus on to go to your next level. The link is in the show notes. Make sure you scroll down and get it and download it right now. And also, if you want to connect with Jennifer, uh, all her links are, again, in the um, uh, in the description below. So scroll down and you can find them right now. All right, thank you very much for, uh, for listening to this piece of introduction. Uh, enjoy the show. And of course, let me know at the end how did you find it, what you find, it, what you find uh, more useful. Thank you very much, and uh, let's get ready for episode 261, How to Bring Great Customer Service and Luxury to Your Bespoke Events with Jennifer Shaby. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show. Today, I'm here with the one and only Jennifer Shaby. How are you doing, Jennifer? I'm very well, thanks. Hi, Simone. I'm super excited to have you here. Um, we both have uh, one thing, which is a big thing in common. We both come from a background of hospitality. And uh, the work that you do is organizing uh, incredible, incredible luxury events. And, uh, you know, I've been uh, in, the, in the field of events for, oh my God, you know, since I was 14 years old. <laughs> so we are sure we have a lot to talk about today, uh, in particular on how to create an incredible experience. But before we go there, I would love to know uh, a bit more about uh, your background. Like, how did you end up doing what you're doing right now? What, what's your story? Uh, it goes back when I was young. I grew up um, in hospitality. My parents uh, had a couple of restaurants. So um, I was helping out since uh, 14. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, when I came to London, I wanted to improve my English. And I just said, I will never, ever work in hospitality because having the same background, you know how it's like yeah. working yeah. seven days a week. It's, um, it's not an easy job. But uh, I always told myself I will never do that. And uh, when, you arrive in, when I arrived in London, like everybody else, I needed a job. Uh, but my main focus was to improve my English. So I ended up working in restaurants and uh, I applied uh, for a waitress job for one of these companies called uh, Corbin and King. And uh, the interview went super well. And she asked me, why don't you work as a assistant at your D? And at the time I wasn't sure what it was. And she basically it's receptionist. Yeah. And I said to her, I did try. But I never, I wasn't, um, it was, let's go back, it was 17 years ago. So I wasn't given the opportunity because I wasn't British. At the time, it was, you you had to be native English speaker to get uh, this kind of job. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, So it was like one of the requirements for this kind of job. You need to be native English speaker. But Yes. With my experience, most of the, uh, every time I applied for the job, that was whenever I failed to get uh, a job in private members club, high-end restaurants, you yeah. needed to be a native English speaker. Yeah. And uh, so this great woman who is a top CEO now uh, gave me this chance. And um, I started working as assistant maturity for the Wolseley restaurant uh, mm-hmm. on uh, Piccadilly. Yeah. Uh, so the company is Corbin and King. And for, as assistant maturity all the way up to reception manager. I worked there for 13 years and um, I had no idea about um, uh, this type of uh, restaurants. Their dedication to get to know the clientele was incredible. Um, Jeremy King and Chris Colbing uh, are the best mentor you can ever get in this industry. Mm. And um, they really, really uh, taught me to love um, that industry, which I didn't hate before, but coming back from a background where you didn't see your parents so much because they're working so hard seven days a week. And um, um, I just didn't think I would fall in love for that, for that um, industry. Um, But when people asked me at the time, what do you do? And I would just uh, say I'm a metro D or a receptionist. People think you're standing there looking pretty and just greeting people and sitting them down. But it goes beyond that. And um, what they don't know is the whole work we do behind it. Um, And that's why I loved and I was really passionate to work for these people because the restaurant become a theater, the the maitre becomes a conductor, and you are running the show. You're coming on your duty, you're doing your shift, and you, you just become, you, it's, it's a whole party there. And wow. in what, did you, what did you love the most about that role? Um, the whole organization. The, and making people feel special when they pass the door. So as they walk in, you just give them a great welcome, but, um, the whole uh, guest experience um, that you can give to your guests. And what I loved about this this role as well was the fact that you had to do your little, um, I always call it my little uh, investigator's job, where you need to get to know your client before they pass the door. 
Right. So we tend to, we, we, we just need to get to know what they like, their preferences. And you might ask me, but if you've never uh, met them before yeah. that first time. How do you do that? <laughs> this is where I love my job because <laughs> even though that's the first time, you should know that's the first time with you. So yeah. you need to get to engage the conversation, make them feel special despite the, despite the fact that they're not a um, loyal customer yet. And uh, um, so I would try to build a relationship throughout their experience through dinner. And, um, and yes, and it goes on. Um, so do you have uh, do you have a particular like a particular moment that you remember um, where something happened that uh, was really memorable for you in the experience that you had working in that restaurant? Absolutely, the first time Patrick Swayze came through the door. Okay. <laughs> remember, I was in my early twenties. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was that was your crush. That was your crush. <laughs> I was like. I'm taking him to the table. No one is going to him. I greet him and I take him straight to the table. And um, yes, so the first couple of years were amazing because the amount of uh, celebrities coming through that door was amazing, incredible. Yeah. And, uh, and when you're young and you just see all these people on TV and you just realize they're just people like you and I. Yeah. But what... Uh, I love the most about it is that we treated them like everybody else. Yeah. So every single person come through, coming through that door would be, we would have the red carpet treatment. Yes. And this is why I, I, I truly think that, as I mentioned, uh, these two people were the best mentor ever because I grew through that passion. They were really passionate about um, the restaurant uh, scenery and, um, and they, um, I grew up in that uh, mentality and yeah. um, feeling, making feel people special, getting to know them, building up relationship, uh, and assuring you from when they pass the door, you need to make sure they get the best experience in the whole. Um, it's not only dinner, it's not only the atmosphere, yeah. it's not only restaurant, it's more than that. I go beyond. And, uh, I, I, can, I can totally relate uh, because uh, I manage, I used to manage Michelin star restaurants before. That was my previous career. And uh, I explored uh, every single possible catering experience I could because I was so passionate about it. I was really passionate about the industry. I really loved it. And what I loved the most was uh, getting someone to see someone leaving the restaurant with a big grin in their face and say, thank you, I had an incredible experience. That's for me what I was working towards. It was uh, less about, it, for me it was about how can I get someone to come in and have an incredible experience that they want to come back. Because exactly. Because when you're running a restaurant, there are so many things that are happening at the same time. You know, there are so many mistakes that can happen and the food is not good here or there is the, 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 the veal is not cooked well and so on. And so when you are there being the face in front of the people, then you're the one that a lot of time they just need to act on their feet and react to whatever is presented there. So. Uh, I can totally relate with what you're saying. So why did you decide to make that transition from uh, um, uh, being maitre d' there at the restaurant, uh, at the Woosley or other restaurants you worked with, to now run uh, uh, your company where you're organizing luxury events? Why did you decide to do that? I just wanted to go... Um, 
my, I'm very, very keen on organizing. I'm very passionate about uh, planning and uh, building a relationship very closely to the, with the client. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to see it on a bigger scale. Um, and uh, the transition was almost natural. Mm -hmm. It just came naturally. I was, um, so I was given the opportunity by my business partner right now who owns a bespoke concierge service. Yeah. And I'm the managing director of AMS. And um, so we were running events uh, through that and uh, through, through AMS. And I just realized that we were getting so much demand for it. And I thought we should separate the both services where I uh, created uh, Etincelles Bespoke Events. Mm -hmm. He wanted a little touch of French in the name. That's where Etincelles came from. It yeah. means spark. Okay. And, um, and uh, that's it. So at the beginning of the year, uh, we had amazing events, um, including one which was for me one of the most memorable in 2019 only because that was a new venue to me. So that was a wedding for 650 people mm -hmm. at the National History Museum. What? And <laughs> wow, what a location. And why I'm saying that was the most um, amazing experience for 2019, even though there were others, because the setting of the venue from the museum to change into a wedding venue, and anyone who worked in that venue will know, is 60 minutes. So we had access to it at 6 p.m. and my guests were arriving at 7 p.m. Wow. And uh, the whole venue had to be turned into a wedding venue. To put that vision to light, we had an amazing brigade of production, entertainment, the catering, everyone was fantastic. And um, it was amazing to see, it was really, really beautiful. Wow, and you were organizing, making sure that everything would run smoothly. Exactly. Wow. I was just, everyone knew what they were to do, but I had to walk around and... Uh, sure. Checking wow. and make sure that everything uh, was oh, working that, as planned. That, that's definitely a, an experience to remember. <laughs> I, in a, in a, I remember it was actually a completely different event, but I, I understand the pressure of creating and turning around the venue in such a short space of time. Because when we did the event with the Gary Vaynerchuk, we actually had one hour to prepare a venue of, it was at about 500 people in the boxing ring. And uh, literally that's all the time we had, we had to put, and for us, uh, that was very simple because what we had to do is to put down chairs and put goodie bags on chairs prepare, organize the registration, and that's it. So I cannot even imagine the amount of things that were happening at the same time to turn an entire venue around. So I know the stress that I felt just to do that simple one. So <laughs> you guys- It is, been... it, it is stressful, but- uh, it's Then you see, yeah, it's, it's worth because then you see just some, the magic happening there in a short space exactly. of time. Change, yeah. wow. So is someone, um, I, I, there are some people that uh, are organizing their own events and uh, they want to organize something. Maybe they're companies, uh, maybe they are VIPs, uh, maybe they are famous people. They organize parties to impress their guests. They want to create parties that are memorable, that are a bit out of the ordinary. Um, what are some of the mistakes that people make when uh, 
uh, the, the most common that you found when they are gonna decide to say, I'm organizing this <laughs> and they don't have a clue about what they're doing? <laughs> the biggest mistake people make and um, is the, the, the most common one is to get your mom baking, making the cake or whatever, <laughs> your cousin organizing the whole decoration, so you try to save money actually by having your own people around you to try to put in an event together and you end up spending more. And I think that's the most common mistake is when um, you are getting amateurs or amateurs who think they're good enough to deliver. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the biggest mistake that people make. There's always something that will go wrong on the day and uh, you will end up being fixing things on the day and you're going to be very stressful. So whoever is a host, if it's a business, a, co a corporate event, or if it's a birthday or a wedding, you will end up being very stressed on your, on, on your, on your big day of the event. I strongly recommend to hire a professional um, to get the best result you, you want, but also never think you're going to save money by using your, uh, your friends. Yeah, I mean, there are so many times that you end up just like redoing the work. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. But now you have to arrange and it. It can be a disaster, actually. Because yeah. if you are a successful entrepreneur or you're from, uh, I don't know, you want to, uh, you're going to ruin your, your image, your reputation. It can go further than uh, just having a very bad event. Yeah. Uh, have you ever have you ever been in that situation when you had to turn around like a situation that maybe someone to cut costs decided not to hire a good team or and then you found yourself there in the situation like almost like firefighting and actually I've been in that situation where um, I was asked to run the day but the catering so one of the vendor was more in charge of putting everything together right. But because I was the, 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 my client was really insisting on me being there to con control the whole day, mm -hmm. at, I, at some point I didn't want to because it wasn't already going to plan. It was uh, two weeks before the event. Um, the venue wanted to cancel it because it was uh, a little bit uh, messy, disorganized. Um, it, 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 was, it was quite chaotic. It was chaotic, but at the end, it all went, it all went well. Um, that's another thing that are amongst my non-negotiable rule, which I've learned from experience, is if you want me to run your event, I will take it from scratch. Mm. I uh, wouldn't like you to come and say, okay, Jennifer, I want you to do my events, but I've got my own caterer, or I've got my own decorator coming on board. And the only reason is because I work with the best people. Yeah. I've tried a lot of suppliers who are now partners or vendors. I like to call them my partners because we work close together, even though they're suppliers. And uh, I've built up a relationship and we kind of know how to work together. Yeah. We, we share the same vision. We, for us, attention to detail is everything. And I selected every single one uh, partner to work with me based on high standards and caring for actually what you're doing yeah 
So that's why for me, this is non-negotiable. Um, if I if I want to organize an event, let's say that I want to organize an event because I see that for you, like you're all about planning the small details, the experience, the the the, the seamless flow of, of the event. Um, and uh, how long in advance should I start taking care or start thinking about planning this event and putting things together? Because uh, no, there are a lot of people, uh, if you're anything like myself, uh, that someone is listening, uh, I am lastminute.com. So everything I do is like, oh, I want to organize a party next week. Let's do that. And everyone around me is like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> and so uh, how actually long in advance you need uh, to give yourself enough time to do a really good job when you're planning an event really to impress, to, to, to make a difference, to do an event that can be remembered. I want to say it's, it's all down to your budget because I can tell you, we can, we can just set up a fantastic event within 48 hours, but okay. it, will be, it will be down to your budget. So last summer we had to organize a birthday party for Prince and I was given the whole planning. It, uh, we had less than two weeks to do it. Mm -hmm. For uh, 150 people, we did it. But uh, what I'm tr so that's what I'm trying to say. It's it's really depend on down on your budget. The lower your budget is, and uh, yes, it will take more time. It will be uh, more uh, challenging. But uh, if you if you have a, a good budget, you call them and you say, Jennifer, I've got this budget. I need to organize my party next Saturday. We work together. I'll have a first um, conversation with you to find out your vision if you have a theme or anything special you really want to do. And um, my team and myself will make it happen. Yeah. And uh, it will be a wow event. Wow, so oh, it really it really is down to the, the competency, like how good is the team, um, yeah. less about the time. <laughs> That's <laughs> that, right, that, 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 because that, we do work with the most amazing people. So how, what's your criteria? Because uh, um, you know, so I think I would love to get a bit more into your mind and how do you make decisions? And you've tested uh, hundreds of suppliers uh, to find out like who are really the best. You have a great relationship. They are your partners. So what is your criteria when you select uh, um, those partners? What are you looking for? I'm looking for quality and the one who are very good listener. I've noticed that um, it doesn't, for me, you don't have to be a huge company. You can be the small one. I would work mostly with um, those little like boutique, you know, those little boutique supplier, how you yeah. call it, rather than a huge corporate one, mm -hmm. because they care actually about the quality. I, won't, I don't want to say that the big company don't care about it because it, everyone does to a certain extent. But I think when, uh, for, for me, in my opinion, a little small uh, boutique, uh, for example, decorator or uh, any, any, any supplier will put more hurt into what they're doing rather yeah. than one who is doing 150 events a month where for them it just becomes more like a factory, yeah. a routine. Um, yeah, if you know what I mean. 
Uh, absolutely. It's about, you know, when you're funded, it's the same when you're working with a small business. Uh, um, you, you know, they, is, every client uh, is special. Every client uh, means something. They put, uh, they will put more heart. They will put more, more time. They will put more effort because also, you know, it's, it's small businesses they need that client and they exactly. need the client to be happy. Yeah. And so they, their life is on a lot of time is on the line. <laughs> on uh, I need this to work because it's not that I have uh, two hundred uh, gigs every t- every month that I can just say even if one doesn't work well, it doesn't make a difference. Uh, so that's, uh, that's really interesting. So you mentioned quality. What does quality mean to you? Because quality has uh, different means for different people. And uh, you mentioned quality a few times. What does real quality mean to you? For me, quality, uh, you're right. It can be from an object to a service. It could be anything like that. Um, quality, I will see it straight away from the way your vendor, your vendor is greeting you, the way they're presenting themselves um, through whatever they're offering. So in terms of their service, um, are they, can they get me something special that other suppliers don't get? Yeah, yeah. I, I tend to ask for the one thing that I want is, is there anything special you can just deliver for us? Um, rather than for everybody else, because we're bespoke. And um, I like to have that one really small thing that I can give to my clients. Um, quality also is for me something that I can feel is passion uh, from through the people I would work with. Um, caring for little details that you might think that's fine, the guests won't notice. As soon as you drop that sentence, that's over. It's a no deal. It's broken with me. It's not going to work. Yeah. Um, it, it's, because it, the guest will notice. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, um, the reason why I'm saying this is just a very simple uh, example. Turning up to one of the biggest venue, another 650 people events, where um, I almost had a heart attack when I saw that the tablecloth were just halfway up. They were not all the way down to the floor, coming from a supposed uh, top caterer. Mm-hmm. that's my client's caterer who he, he chose that caterer that's the reason why it's a no-no for me anymore to be yeah. to 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 approve that the client is bringing their own um, supplier if you haven't noticed that it's a, we can see the legs of the table as, as soon as you walk in it's horrible it's just i had to call every single five-star hotel to borrow some tablecloth on a saturday afternoon wow uh this is how I would, I would just go. Yeah, the extra mile. On the day, that's it. I'll go the extra mile to fix whatever I'm spotting. And then um, we'll discuss later on. Um, These this are very small details. It's the same as setting up another decorator uh, who set up the centerpieces. Centerpieces is very expensive. And you can't just think that the client won't think the, see the fingerprints or the flyers not being displayed properly mm-hmm. or the candelabra it, everything has to be perfect even though i know perfection doesn't exist but excellence ex- ex- excellence excellence excellence. Exactly. excellence that's what we are looking for uh, i want to ask you one more question before we wrap up which is uh, about um, um if, if you think about all the events that you did uh the one uh, where 
you created something really special. Um, I know every event creates something special, but if you have some one that really stand out, like an experience where every guest, when they saw it, it was like, oh my God, wow. <laughs> so I could tell you um, a helicopter landing or a fountain. <laughs> <laughs> or a fountain with uh, fireworks or what else. Um, I could tell you anything like that. Um, but for me, the most amazing experience, and it's going to get me emotional all again. Um, I, I had this, this meeting with a couple of clients. And as, during the second meeting we had, um, the bride mentioned that um, her mom wouldn't come. I don't know whatever happened between them. That wasn't my business at the time and it's none of my business, but she wouldn't come to the wedding. And she dropped it. And I, in the conversation, we were discussing the whole uh, planning and everything and it caught my attention. So I just decided to make it my mission to make her come to the wedding. Wow. And it wasn't easy. Um, I try to, the bride didn't know at the time, but that was, I made it my mission, top one, number one mission. I said, this is something she has to come. So I emailed her, I called her, she wouldn't have it, a very stubborn French lady. Uh, and I had to fly to France. So I found myself in Monaco to have a face-to-face. -face. I do feel, and I strongly believe that for me, even though we have all those uh, FaceTime nowadays yeah. and. We, we can communicate uh, by 100 uh, different devices, but I do feel that the face-to-face, -face, you can feel the emotion yes. and yes. it works, it works yeah. to its best. Having said that, when I turned up there, she thought I was stubborn. I thought she was stubborn. And I left from thinking there will not, there's no chance she will come because um, after the whole conversation, that it went, it went okay, but not as I thought it would go. I thought it would have been better. But just to uh, make it short, she turned up on the big day. Wow. And that was the most wow factor that I could get in every event I had. What it was the reaction of the bride? But she cried. It was full, full of emotion. It was very, uh, very, very emotional. But did she know up until last minute or not at all? No, even myself. Oh, no, no I one. It was, wow. uh, I told my business partner, I said, that's a dead, a dead end. Uh, she doesn't want to come. I tried everything I could, uh, but she turned up. But that, that's, what really, that's what real care means here. Like, yeah. literally go not only above and beyond, but even further than that. When you care so much about someone that uh, you take care of what they are doing as it was your own as, exactly. as you wanted i i had a very similar experience and that's why i think that the word that you do is so important because uh, we had our wedding in the south of italy and uh, the person that did our wedding she was uh, she saw us uh, as uh, her son and daughter and everything she would do, she would just do this with this mama attitude. And we really felt we were part of something. We just didn't just, we went in every other venue. And every other venue was like, oh yeah, this is how much it is. This is the menu. 
she really make us feel that she cared about our wedding even more than we cared about our wedding. <laughs> and that's why we decided to go with her. And uh, it was the best decision ever. And that's why the work that you do is so important because when you're creating something memorable, you know, there are some occasions that is a once in a lifetime occasion. That's it. Exactly. You have one chance. Yeah. And uh, I mean, if we put it metaphysically, we just have one chance because every time is different. Every moment is different. And so what I love about your philosophy is that making every moment count. It doesn't matter what, what moment it is. It's just to make it count. And, uh, Absolutely. And I can know in the world that you do. No, it's, uh, it's crucial. So I would recommend everyone who's listening right now, like you're connected with Jennifer, and uh, you might want to organize an event uh, or something that uh, really with a wow factor, something that will make everyone feel special, something perfect under every single detail. You understood how militant she is. So don't get on the wrong side, please. And so... <laughs> so that's you, another conversation. That's another conversation. <laughs> you don't want to go on the wrong side. You don't get on the wrong side. But if you want someone that can make her really your event stand out, then make sure you connect with Jennifer. So if someone wants to get in touch with you, reach out to you, know about how can you work with them, what are the best ways to contact you? Um, you contact me by email, uh, jennifer.touré, so T-O-U-R-E, at ams.international. Or today, because I'm in a good mood, I will give you my private line, <laughs> which is <laughs> O seven seven one four seven six six four seven nine. We also have a website, so www.etincellebespokeevent.com. Can you please uh, say it again? Uh, the email address uh, and as well the uh, um, the phone number and the website, and then as well we will put uh, all the links anyway. They're going to be in the show notes. Uh, so whether you're watching, you're listening, just look at the comments below, and you will find her name, email address, and phone number. But if you can say them again, that would be great. Yes, absolutely. So my number is o double seven one four seven six six four seven nine. The email address is Jennifer. J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R dot Touré, T-O-U-R-E at A-M-S, A for Apple, M for Mother, S for Sugar dot international. And uh, the website is www.etincellebespokeevent.com. Brilliant. Jennifer, thank you very much. It's been brilliant having you here on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've been listening or watching, Thank you very much for joining us today for another brand new episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show. Uh, let us know what you thought about the, this, uh, this episode and make sure you reach out to Jennifer, leave us a review on the show. And I'm looking forward to seeing you next time because together we grow exponentially. Absolutely. Thanks, Simone. Thank you for listening to Explode Your Expert Business Show. If you enjoyed the interview, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. Every week we will select a winner from the reviews that we get. So it might be you. Make sure you give us a review. It means the world to us and that's how we, you can help us grow the show. Also remember to download the Expert Business Checklist to get the roadmap on how to become an authority in your field. The link is in the show notes or you can visit gtex.events forward slash expert iPhone checklist. So it's gtex.events forward slash expert iPhone checklist. 
And as well, finally, if you want to receive daily support in your coaching and speaking business or explore how we can work together, join our private Facebook group, Explode Your Expert Biz. Again, you can find it on Facebook at Explode Your Expert Biz or the link is in the show notes. Thank you very much for listening and until next time, remember that together we grow exponentially.